lets you save you gotta try new things you have to always be willing to do something different in business but i think it's the same in life variety is the spice of life like we gotta keep doing different things we have to keep changing it up and trying new things Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Good morning. We have some people coming in to help and it's going well. We're, we're very fortunate. So I feel like, you know, the thing is like, I always heard like hire slow and fire quickly, <laughs> but it's, it seems like it's difficult to find people to help. But you know, people want, they don't want to know what you can, you know, they don't know what, they don't want to tell you what they can do for you. They want to know what you can do for them. And you're offering the job. <laughs> And, and and I don't mean like there's a, a handful of people that I've talked to. I don't mean like those people in particular because sometimes people are just not a right for, the right fit for other people. But um, what was it? Oh, yeah, it's it's like people want like to, when they're looking for a job, they want something very specific. That's exactly what I want or I'm not going to work. But there's a lot of people not working. So we're like, we have work, but it doesn't work like that. People want like exactly what they want or they're not going to do it, which is fine. So we just keep looking and keep looking. And I feel like we found some good people to fill in and help out and make that happen. There's only so much. There's only so much you can do like as a business. There's only so much you can do. It doesn't matter how big your business is, if it's sole proprietor, if it's you, if there's two of you, if there's 10 of you, there's only that there's only enough time in the day for 10 people to work, let's say. So if you can't find 11 or 12 people or 15 or 20 to double your size of business, then you, you can't do it. Like you need help. That's And that's probably the hardest part for me to wrap my head around is kind of used to doing stuff on my own and my success de- is determined on how hard I work. That's how I've always felt is that some people, like I've never been on a salary. People are like, except when I played baseball, I guess like you got a lump sum, didn't matter how well you played, we didn't get bonuses or anything at that level. But this is how much you got paid. But when I was in the workforce, it was hourly. It was an hourly wage. So if you work longer, you got paid more. You got paid more money. Not not a more per hour, but more throughout the day. And then when I started working for myself, the longer, like the more hours I put in, the harder I worked, the more money I got paid. So you know, we, like that's always a mindset. But I mean, for us where we're at right now, there's only so many hours in the day to like push and push and push. And you need that help to come in and, and, and help you out. And if you don't have that help, then you're kind of stuck, <laughs> which a lot of businesses are dealing with right now. We have some friends like, from friends in the restaurant business that we're looking for people. We have friends in the uh, auto business looking for people. So like it's it's across the board. You know, it's funny. I was watching these clips on TikTok. I was going to go live on TikTok today, actually. Maybe I'll try that for the first time. <laughs> but um, there's, I was watching this like automotive type of, um, not automate. It's a, it was like a trade show. It was, no, it was, a, it was a Bitcoin thing. It was like a Bitcoin auto show, I think, or like something like that. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it was, but the guy, there was a guy that was interviewing people that were driving up to the driving up to the convention center, driving up to parking. And they said, what, like, what do you, like, what do you do? What's your business? And then they said, how are you going to, how are you going to grow? Or no, he, he asked what was, he asked all these questions quickly. Then he asked, well, what are some of your biggest challenges? And every one of them said, find, finding the right employees. Every single one of them found, said, trying to find the right people to help out. It's crazy. And like, it's interesting because when you start out in business, you don't realize how challenging it is. Like you do everything yourself. Like that's what most small businesses do because that's all they can afford is most businesses are uh, sole proprietors and you do everything yourself. 
yourself, but then you get to a point where you're not able to do everything yourself, then what do you do? You have to find people to fill in and it's not so easy. You can't just be like, oh, I'll just hire someone unless you have a huge bankroll and then you just go and poach people from other businesses, <laughs> which is a real thing. It's crazy. You think like... If you feel like you get you you get to a place and you get to a place in business and you like you you think you got it figured out and you'll be able to grow easier or be more successful and it's not like it was like baseball like when I played baseball it was I always felt like when I when I got to like when I got to high school I have it figured out and I'd have like and I'd like know the game and know what I was doing and then when I got was like when I was in high school I was like when I get to college or university I'll know what I'm doing I'll, I'll get it figured out then you get to the professional level and you're like I'll figure this out but it gets harder as you go up and like nothing is easier so I feel like there's a lot of parallels between between business and um, business and sport for sure. We're not going to talk about business this whole time. I just thought I'd, I'd throw it out there. And if you guys are on TikTok, my handle is just Drew Daddy. And um, it's a new, it's a new thing. It's like a new, you got to try new you got to try new things. We were some of the first people to do at least around here. We were the first people to do re recorded video. So we were doing recorded video for years before live came out. And then live was like a whole different ball game. It was like so we were doing recorded video, and sometimes we would do them like for hours. We'd get one video clip for hours, and Dorothy could tell you about that. And then you you have to get a camera, and then you have to upload the video. And it took it was a long process. Then they went to live, and like Facebook went to live videos, and now you have live on all kinds of different platforms. I'm pretty. Twitter. I don't use Twitter much, but TikTok. You got TikTok here. And then um, I did lives on Instagram for a while, but I never got much traction. So, um, you know what? We're doing some research around oils. Should I finish that business conversation? That's oh, we were so we were doing live videos and then we moved. So we went from live videos to um, short, like short, short term videos, like short video clips, like um, reels, like Facebook stories, Instagram reels. And then that, of course, that came TikTok's um, platform as well. So you got to try new things. You have to always be willing to do something different in business. But I think it's the same in life. Like you always have to continue to try to do new or different different things and your, your life gets stagnant and we stop having things to look forward to and variety is the spice of life like we got to keep doing different things we have to keep changing it up and trying new things so i want to tell you we've been doing some research around oils and like it's super interesting oils in general i talked about olive oils in the past and i don't want to put down industries but i mean olive oils it's really challenging because well olive oil only needs to be like three or four percent olive oil or extra virgin olive oil whatever it is to be labeled that and then on then they then they throw in like cheaper types of um oils like you know what we recently found out that like safflower or sunflower oils, low quality. Then you have grapeseed oil. Um, of course, there's vegetable oils, like all kinds of different vegetable oils. So it really, a lot of different things going on with oils. And that, I mean, that's just, like I said, I don't want to put down just olive oil. You can find, if you find olive oil, it has to be really good quality oil. But like those hydrogenated oils, you have to stay away from. So that's reading ingredients and paying attention to what's on the, I'm paying attention to what's actually on the labels. We're big fans of coconut oil. Coconut oil is pretty much the top of the line. But and then but then it's not just coconut oil. It gets better. It gets better from there it's coconut oil is probably the top of the line as far as we're concerned so we use that for most things so if you're going back to olive oil if you're going to go to olive oil make sure it's not a clear container it has to be a dark container and you usually get what you pay for in most cases with just about everything so same difference with olive oil if you're going to buy olive oil make sure it's it's more expensive and read the ingredients but they don't like it's crazy they don't even have to say there's different oils in there when you read the ingredients so uh that's uh that's a bit of a challenge but one of the palm oil is actually a good quality oil it's very similar its properties are very similar to coconut oil but we don't recommend or use palm oil because of the industry so they basically clear cut trees and i think the palm fruit is at the top so they have to cut the whole tree down and then they have to i don't know what you call it farm <laughs> the fruit so that's not something that we support in anything like they put most most of the time you see it in soaps or cosmetics like i like bars of soap that's my choice of soap like instead of the i prefer that instead of plastic containers so i'd rather use the, the bar of soap but in many cases in most cases it says palm oil in there so i definitely try to avoid products with with palm oil because oh my god it's so sad I, we 
uh, there was they were actually there was a video clip of people like what the industry chopping down these palm trees. Um, and there was like an orangutan like trying to hit the machine that was like crushing its home. And then there's a little baby that like, had the baby by its arm, and it was like, like trying to fight off the machine from ruining its home. Like almost brings tears to my eyes. I know like some people, a lot of people don't care about that stuff, but I do. We're also, we want to be a, a environmentally friendly and sustainable, sustainably sourced as possible. You can find a palm oil that has something in it, not something in it, but it's sustainably farmed or harvested. I forget what it's called. There's a couple acronyms, like a few letters in front of it, OEI or something like that, that make that says it's more sustainable, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. You know, when they say like sustainably farmed fish, like, I, I don't know, like there's so much shady, shadiness going in the industry, on in the industry. Did you, did you know that about how Amazon is doing something like super shady, how they are, Amazon has like some setting on their devices. So if you have an Amazon device, like uh, Amazon Alexa, for example, which we have, this was like terribly shocking. We actually won one, we won one at a um, volleyball tournament. <laughs> and then for another time, well, we had a friend give us a couple. So, um, so what's kind of, what's super shady is that for somehow they are stealing bandwidth. I don't know if this is in Canada for sure. Cause I looked at the settings to change and I couldn't find it. So maybe it's just in the US. I don't know, but everyone should check. But what they're doing is they're somehow stealing bandwidth from your device or like any device that's theirs, they can steal bandwidth and sell it to someone else. Like it's, it's insane. And then, you know, the thing is like, you bring that stuff up to people and they're like, oh no, no, like, that's, that's, that's a lie. That's not true. Like, it's crazy. Like these things are happening. Like the, the, I know the world is going so crazy, but these things are happening right in front of our face and they're so bold and they're so blunt that people think they couldn't possibly be doing something like that. Like it couldn't possibly be happening. Like it's happening without question. And if you tell someone, they would probably say it's not happening. So what you need to do is you need to go to your, like if you have an Amazon product, you go to your Amazon app, you look at your settings, account settings, and you have to turn off, my gosh, what is it called? Broadway, uh, Broadway or I don't see, I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not an expert. And I just heard about it yesterday. I looked in my Amazon settings, but it, you know, it's insane, but it's the same thing with banks, like banks. So what banks do, <laughs> this, is, this is a hard one for me. What banks do is they get you to invest, like they, they hold your money in the bank account and they charge you a fee in most cases, unless you're on, within, on an online bank, which we're moving all of our stuff to. So regular brick and mortar, like I've been with a certain bank for 20 some years. You'd think like they'd honor your loyalty or, or honor your, your customer support. I've been with them for 20 some years and they're increasing the, they're increasing their rates during a pandemic. <laughs> It's like the worst time to do something like that, right? So they're raising their rates. And what they do is get you to, they're holding your money and they give you like a penny a month or whatever. And, and, and whatever there is uh, investments or what do they call it? Interest. They give you basically nothing in interest and they charge you whatever it is, 10, 15 bucks, seven, eight, 10, 15 bucks, I don't know, a month, whatever it is. And then they take your money and they lend it out to someone else at like 18% interest. <laughs> but most people don't know this. Like... <laughs> I'm laughing because it is so ridiculous and people put up with that. They're like, oh, well, it takes too much time to move my bank or to find a new bank or to cancel my bank. Like, it's crazy. So they, they're basically stealing them. So they charge, they basically are charging you to lend your money to someone else to charge them even more money. It's insane. And it, and, and they, and like, it's just, I don't think it's common knowledge. I don't think people know that that's what happens. The same thing with the Amazon thing. Like they, like they, like your phones, like they record what you're saying. They record what you, what you doing, which is the same. And it's so bold that people don't think it's happening. But when you, when you're talking about like mattresses, <laughs> 
<laughs> like you're talking about mattresses on your phone. Then you start flipping through your Facebook feed or your Instagram feed and you start to see mattress ads, ads popping up. It's like, that's not right. That should be illegal. And then in Canada, like I don't want to get into this too much, but um, I think it's what C10 bill. Some of you have heard about the C10 bill. They're regulating what we can say. Like now they're regulating what we can say under um, under the broadcast. So as a broadcaster, you're only, if you, I think if you work for a, like a big business like Bell Media, for example, or Rogers, if you work for a big broadcasting company, you're under different freedom of speech acts. From what I understand, I'm not an expert, but and so you're under a different freedom of speech acts. If you work for a big company, you're talking on the media. The only reason I can think of that, why that's regulated more tightly is because the government funds media, big, like big media stations. It like, doesn't matter if it's news, radio, TV, whatever it is, that's the government is giving them money. <laughs> It's so insane, like all these little things. Are, so they so they regulate what you can say, of course, which is why we don't have all these other little stories that you see on social media, on mainstream news. And now social media is regulating what you can say. And now in Canada, we have this bill passed where the rate, like an average person can't really say, like they, they're regulating what you can say. It's great, like freedom of speech. Like that's our strongest or maybe our most important, um, what do you call it? Uh, Charter of rights in Canada, which is being suppressed quite strongly. And then what, or like I think in the US it's the constitution. So anyways, it's it's crazy. But what I guess what I'm saying is like these things happen like right in front of us. And like even if we, like we had a friend that worked for and my apologies if you work for a bank, like these are just facts. I'm not it's not an opinion. And and I don't think anyone should be angry that we're telling the truth. But I might imagine some might, might. But we actually had a friend that worked for a bank and their job was to call people. And I don't really know the details, but they knew that like their job was to call people and offer them something. Maybe, I don't know if it was something about their mortgage or something about their investments. Like put your investments in a GIC. Like... <laughs> I'm not like a financial advisor, but like, I think your money just like, it doesn't depreciate, like not that it doesn't depreciate, it just stays there. Like there's no investment, like your money doesn't make any money in like a safe GIC, which is fine. Maybe I shouldn't be commenting. But I just think like, like if you're going to put your money somewhere and it's not going to make any, it's not going to make any money, it's losing money because of inflation. So if you put in something secure and it keeps losing money over the years because of inflation, um, it, and then and they rec they would recommend that. Like I had someone from a bank recommend that one time and I just thought it doesn't seem to make sense to me. But at any rate, one of the other things that bothered me about banks is that they don't, and they like they don't have to put like they can put whatever they want on their disclaimers as far as I know so they say that and like we travel back and forth from the US to Canada often and I've been doing I was probably doing it for a good year before I talked to my friend who's super knowledgeable around finance he has his own hedge fund and he said that you should probably look into somewhere else besides a bank to transfer your money and I said why it says no fees so you know what it says but like buy US currency no fees so I'm like oh great I'm not getting charged anything and um, it was actually Actually, the bank that I'm going to leave, <laughs> this bank that I've been with for years, and it says no fees, but they don't give you the market value, right? They don't give you the they don't give you the same market. So let's say the market value is a dollar twenty-five, like a dollar twenty-five. So if you if you take Canadian money and you buy US money, it's gonna cost you a dollar twenty-five on the dollar. So they'll alter that so they make money on that percentage. But they get no fees, but they don't give you a fair rate. It's crazy. I don't know if I'm explaining that well, but and then but then they don't have to advertise that anywhere. All they say is and you do, and like someone like me, I didn't look at the I didn't look at the rate. I did like I didn't look at the exchange rate that they're offering you. I just thought, no, it's fair. Like it should be fair for everyone. Why don't they always give you the right rate, the same rate across the board? Well, they don't. <laughs> 
<laughs> so they were they were giving me uh, it actually cost me more Canadian money to buy US money than the market so the bank was actually making money on that end but they say no fees so you think they're not making any money they're just doing you a favor they're not <laughs> so what I do is I use transfer wise if anyone is transferring money you're going on a holiday you're going on a trip you have Canadian money you need to transfer it to or it doesn't matter if you have US money you want euros whatever it is use transfer wise that's what I use all the time to transfer Canadian money you do it almost monthly to US money it's free account it takes a couple days and um, the, they give you a fair price. They give you the best price. They do take some, of course, they're their business. They do take a small percentage, but it's not even close to what banks take. I actually got a call from my bank. Every once in a while, I get a call from my bank, and they're like, "Hey," and, and they're like they're just doing their job. I actually know the person who um, I actually know the person who called me, so I don't like it's they're doing their job. They're doing the best they can, but they're like, "Hey, a good person, you want to come in and, and like have a talk, and we'll see what we can do with your financial situation." And I'm like, "No, I'm like, no, I'm, I mean, I'm good. Like, I don't like you don't really have anything to offer me. Actually, I'm, and I, I didn't want to say, but I'm actually leaving your bank." <laughs> I called them on the phone. I said, I'm moving my bank. And they're like, why? And they're, they're like, why? I said, well, you're, I said, you're already increasing fees in my other bank, two banks. I said, they're charging me nothing. Why am I staying with you? And they're like, oh, well, we're only moving it up a small percentage. And they're like, and if you invest a certain, like, I think you need a certain amount, like $2,000, $3,000. If you keep a $3,000 budget uh, balance in your account, we'll waive your fees. And I'm like, oh, so you can take that money, loan it to someone else and charge them 18%. <laughs> Silence. What do you mean, sir? <laughs> <laughs> the Wells Fargo and I think Bank of America did some like really shady stuff like Wells Fargo for sure I don't know what they were doing like they might have been I don't know if they were selling information or they I think they did something crazy like maybe they're making fake accounts I don't know like and then charge I don't know it was really weird so Wells and I think Wells Fargo got sued by the government or some external company from for millions because they were doing shady stuff and people don't know about that because that's not on the news right that's not on the media I'd imagine Wells Fargo would pay the media to not put to not put that news on the news like and, and like we see that stuff on like TV like movies CIA shows and like oh that's just the movies it's not where do you think we they get the ideas from <laughs> So I worked it out with with uh, a couple of my banks and I said, I'm not paying any fees. Like, we'll go somewhere else. So they're like, okay, this is what you have to do to not pay fees. So uh, one of my banks, I just opened up a brand new bank. It's online. So we, in Canada, we have Simply. And then there's another one, Tangerine, I think. I'm sitting here giving financial advice. But what I've done, like as a layman <laughs> in the financial world is um, Tangerine is one of them and Simply is one of them. I really like Simply. They've been great so far. No fees. E-transfers, sending money, making payments, money coming in, no limitations. You don't have to have a certain money, money amount in your account. None of that nonsense. Like that's how banks should be, but um, they're not. Anyways, Dorothy's like, I'm like Dorothy, you gotta, you gotta get your money out of that bank. We're not paying them any more fees. And she's like, so there's a thing on Friends. Have you guys seen the Friends show? The Friends when was it Chandler? Chandler was going to go and quit the bank. And he's like, I want to no, quit the gym. So he was trying to quit the gym, and then he couldn't do it because they always like sold him extra when he got there and couldn't say no. And Ross is like, was it Ross? He was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with you, and we're gonna quit the gym. And then I, and then they came back, and Ross ended up <laughs> signing up for the <laughs> oh my gosh i gotta tell you uh, one of our friends is in pinoca he actually owns a restaurant in pinoca and, <laughs> and so they, i think we i don't know how many shutdowns we've had now three two three four probably not the last by the way <laughs> you should probably you should probably get yourself prepared but in the in the in the gym situation they kept closing they kept closing the gym down i think three times so one time he went he went to sign up he's all ready to go sign up for the gym and he signed up and like a week later they, they shut down the gym so i think they paused his membership and then and that happened again and it was like it was a uh, um i don't know if his membership ran out or what happened but then he went to sign up for the gym again and then they shut down the gyms and then i think it happened a third time and it was like a day before <laughs> it was like he signed up like a day before they shut down the gyms <laughs>
<laughs> so I don't think he ever got his money's worth. <laughs> but um, also, I, well, I was talking about oils. So um, it, it's, it's super important to pay attention to the oils that are putting in your body. Because if you put your oils in your body that are already rancid, then they turn into uh, toxins. And if you put toxins in your body, your body puts fat cells around. And then it, it's detrimental to your to everything, your bones, your, your teeth, your ligaments, your joints, your digestive system. Like those, those toxins are, are super harmful. So when it comes to oil in particular, I was saying that we really like coconut oil. But there's other oils you have to pay attention to. And like a couple of them were the sapphire sapphire oil i think and i was surprised to hear about those as well and those are, are super harmful to our body as well and then you know what i was looking at i was we we're at costco and i was looking at costco and they had like the different coconut oils and i think people just like automatically assume some things are healthy for whatever reason and i was looking at the mct oil so costco has like some kind of brand of mct oil so mct oil is coconut oil but it's the oil is extracted from the coconut oil so when you look at coconut oil you have c6 c8 c10 and c12 so those are all different forms so if you look at so if you think about the tub like you have a tub or a jar or container of usually white coconut oil, no, like a like a thick creamy. So you could take out like from that, you could take out four different types, and they all do something a little bit different. In most cases, it's the coconut oil will, will actually help with brain health, so that's super important. So C6 is like a is like I think it has a strong smell and it's not so great on your digestive system. C8 is the best one that you could find because there's it's not harmful, like it's not difficult on your body to absorb, and it's um it has the most bioavailability. So what why does that why is that important if something does isn't high in bioavailability your body can't really utilize it can't absorb it can't burn it off as energy can't use it as a, as a beneficial nutrient to your body so interesting fact is that you have to find when you take a supplement when you take a pill you have to find the supplements that have the most bioavailability so the research i was doing is like those tablets are so your so when you take like when you take a supplement it goes into your digestive system and it has to get out of your digestive system into your body so those molecules the smaller those molecules are are, the easier or more bioavailable it will be for your body to find the benefits, but it has to get through that those cell walls of your digestive system or your gut and intestines. It has to get outside of that. And the best way to do that is to find the smallest molecules, again, or the more bioavailable you could find. But those, so those, like those tablets aren't the most bioavailable. So they are, those molecules are bigger. Um, research has found that the capsules are better on maybe the outside lining, like the actual cap, depending on what it's, how properly sourced it is is it would be a better option but of course liquid is liquid is at top because it's already a liquid that's going into your body and then i would say so if it's already liquid it's already like water soluble um that would already be like easily going through your into, into your body like through like outside of your gut intestines into your body out of your digestive system and then a powder because if you put it in water or a liquid then it's all already dissolved you're putting a pill and most people want pills because out of convenience but if you're putting a pill in your body your gut and intestines has to break it down has to absorb it it has to digest it and you and it has to break it has to break apart so that tablet is more difficult for your body to break down so that's something of uh, should be something of interest because most people are taking some type of pill or capsule so um i thought that was worth that that was worth mentioning but going back to oils is that i was looking at i was looking at costco and it, it says so some people may know that like it's a big keto thing for example some people may know that like oh let's take mct oil so you go to a cheap place like costco and you look at the stuff and i would say it's safe i think this is a safe statement to say you should probably never buy supplements at costco unless we get our supplements and cost. <laughs> but I have no, I don't have any interest in getting our supplements in cost. But I would say it's probably safe to say that you probably shouldn't buy your supplements at Costco. I like that Kirkland brand. <laughs> 
especially when it comes to supplements. I don't think so. So at any rate, so they have a, an MCT oil that some people go and they're like, oh, I heard I should take MCT. Oil. I put in my coffee, I put in my smoothie. Good for brain health. It's good for energy. But that, and, and then in most cases, it's the same. So it doesn't say what chain of, of MCT oil it is. So if it doesn't say what chain it is, it's probably a mix between C10 and C12, which is okay. But that's not a huge difference. It's like, it's not a huge upgrade from the actual coconut. So some people think coconut oil, and there's nothing wrong with coconut oil. I'm just trying to differentiate. Like one, it's a specialty product for something different. Like one is like really good for co like, co like that solid is really good for cooking. It's really good for heating at high temperatures. Um, that's It's actually a medium chain, which is which is fine. And like, it's really difficult because actually some saturated fats are okay. And a lot of people are like <gasps> butter and saturated fats. No, it's, but that's not true. You know, our brain, our brain and like our body is made up of, our brain is made up of mostly saturated fats, our brain, and then, and of water. Our brain is mostly water. And I think our, our body's 50, 60%. And then our brain is mostly water and saturated fats, I think. So that's why hydration is so important. We always have to keep flushing out, replacing with new. So that's another thing. But you have to be pay attention to the water you're putting in your body. Like it was raining here yesterday and I ran the tap water. It smelled horrible. And some people are drinking tap water. I'm like, you can't drink that stuff. <laughs> it smells bad. Like, what's it going to taste like? And then what are the chemicals they're putting in it to make it smell so bad? Oh, when it comes to like water, for example, you have to have filtered water. And then you have to pay attention to bottled water. Some people are like, oh, bottled water, done. Some bottled water is no different than tap water. In some bottled water, they actually put chemicals in the water. Like I think Desanti is one of them. I'm just calling everybody out today. <laughs> I think Desanti is one of them. And one of them that they actually put a few things in there that you may not, I don't know. I maybe I should, I should know for sure before I throw a company under the bus, but they're owned by company. They're owned by Pepsi. Do you know that bubbly? is like that like you know like michael bubbly bubbly that company is owned by pepsi and then it says natural flavors on there so i tried to call <laughs> i tried to call them and it says this is a pepsico company leave your message here or like of course they don't want to answer anyone they, they don't want to answer anyone they don't want to answer your questions so they're going to send you through as many loopholes as possible and then when i finally talk when i'm like i'm going to keep calling and when i talk to someone they're not going to know the answer so that bubbly owned by pepsi which is a horribly detrimental to your health company no concern for your health so there and they put natural flavors in there did you know coca Cola bought some coconut company, like coconut water company, because coconut water is going crazy a couple years ago. And they actually put sugar in there, coconut water. Like it tastes great on its own. Why are you putting sugar in there? You don't need the sugar. Stop putting the sugar. <laughs> so when I was saying about the Costco brand of the MCT oil, it's no different than your, it's just liquid. It's no different than your, um, your conventional type of solid white coconut. There's no difference in health purposes. So you can use it for salads. You can use it for cooking, but understand it's not for energy. It's not for brain health. It's not going to give you the specialized benefits as a proper CT, uh, MCT oil. So you're looking for MCT oil C8, which is hard to find, but the, it's so loosely regulated. If a lot of people will go on Amazon or they'll go online and just say, hey, you got MCT oil and it, and it doesn't list what chain it is. And that means in most cases it's a crop because it's cheaper to produce and it's uh, cheaper to manufacture is the, um, they're actually pulling it out of the coconut oil of the coconuts. Um, so if you want proper MCT oil, you have to have the C8, you have to have the C8 that's actually going to give you the brain out. And that one is fantastic. I use that for oil pulling a couple times a week along with charcoal. I use that for, you can, you, you can cook with it. You can put it on, you can do anything with it, but that's, you're going to pay more for it, but you're going to get more benefits from it. So you see someone that doesn't know the difference and they're just like, Oh, why would I get that one? Because it's twice the price as this one, because you probably get twice the benefits, right? It's you, people just don't come up with random prices. That's just not how it works. At least that's not what we do. When you have a better quality product, you have more benefits. So you know what the thing is like here, did you know like sucralose, for example, that's a, it's that's derived from corn. Sucralose is horrible. It's like that Splenda nonsense. That's a toxin that people put in their coffees and such, but that's from, that's from corn, which is a GMO crop, unless it says non-GMO, but you can have something like multi-dextrin, multi for example. Like when we launched our new product, I didn't realize 
realize most of the other industry has maltodextrin in their, in their product as well. Maltodextrin is also a, uh, a, a derived from corn, which is a GMO. When, you know, this is a crazy statistic. When they released GMOs in 1996, it took one year for allergies to double. One year. It's insane to think about the food industry and what they're able to do. You have the farmers and such that like GMO crops because they grow quicker. There's less pests. They're resistance to pesticides, for example, and there's benefits that way. But those individuals aren't concerned about their health. They're concerned about the crops and making money, which is fine. We need farmers. 100% in support of farmers. But you often, I often see people on social media being like, why? GMOs are good. Like there are good benefits to them without question. But none of those benefits have anything to do with our health. It's about growing and it's about production. When it comes to our health, we have to read the ingredients and be like, that's a, if that's a um, corn product, it's probably a GMO product. And those GMOs bring along health um, effects. I don't have my book here. I have a whole chapter in my book, Detoxify Yourself. So if you guys have one of those, you should definitely go and check out that chapter and be like, you know, what's really good. And then like we see multidextrin all the time in a lot of different supplements and people don't really know, like probably shouldn't. I'm like, I'm not going to say you probably shouldn't be like, you shouldn't be like, we will never put multidextrin in any of our supplements. We don't take any multi supplements with multidextrin. And so that's something that you should be aware of when you're buying supplements, because a lot of people think all supplements are created equally. It's not true. Most of like those industries are built around making money. It's the same thing with the food industry. There's two different forms. There's two different avenues that you can try to make money. <laughs> you can try to make money and produce a product, which is so much easier than trying to make money, produce a product and improve people's health. It's two completely different things. In most cases, companies just want to make money. They don't care about their health. All right, everyone have a wonderful day and we will catch up with you later. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadio, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.